0: Welcome to the Soul Full Podcast. I'm your host, Audrey. This podcast is all about nourishing the mind, body, and soul. Whether it be personal growth, fuel, or movement, I'm here to support you as we are on this ever flowing journey together. Hello, I hope you are having an amazing day. Welcome back. Um, I've just arrived in St. Lucia Um, if you've listened to this podcast before you've maybe heard me mention that I used to live and work here Um, and I just feel so at peace and I realize as soon as I this is my first time speaking out loud today (laughs) but I'm realizing how that's sounding in my voice how much you can hear that feeling of peace coming through and I just honestly I just know that when I come back here I do tend to feel really centered and grounded and calm which is something that I'm really trying to prioritize um, feeling it's a feeling that I love feeling and I feel best honestly when I feel I have calmness in my life. And I know I spoke another episode about um, how to make space for peace in your day. And I really do think it's important because if we're living at, you know, such a high intensity all the time, how are we ever going to learn something new or experience something new if we're so caught up in what's around us? How are we ever going to... feel inspired when we don't even have space to feel anything i feel that we live honestly sometimes in such a state of intensity like we wake up and we we you know run to you know get dressed we take our shower we like brush our teeth the same way we always do we run downstairs we grab breakfast we take it to go in the car we drive to wherever we're going in a hurry and there's traffic and there's people honking and there's, you know, all these things going on and then we get to work and we have so much to do and, you know, we, we cram it all in and then we, you know, cram in a quick lunch and sometimes people don't even take lunch. They sit down and they they, they eat it at their desk while they work and never take a break. And then we come home and we, uh, you know, maybe you have kids, maybe you don't, maybe you have things to do, but it's just honestly such a state of chaos and I feel actually of disconnection I feel that when I'm experiencing peace or calmness is when I'm truly able to feel connected to my surroundings and feel connected to my own ideas and creativity I think that those these are the times when I feel inspired and when I can really see a big picture of life And what I mean by that is, instead of being caught up in these day-to-day things that I'm doing every day, I can take a step back and see life's potential. I can see that I can create whatever I want to create. I can see that life is full of joy and bliss and love if you're open to experiencing it. I can see that whatever you're open to experiencing is what you're going to experience. And I think we need to set some boundaries around this you know, level of intensity and feeling like we have to be doing all these things. And in our free time, I think like a way we could move towards a more peaceful experience or a calm experience would be to spending more time... Away from technology, and I know that seems like a pretty basic thing that you know obviously we all know we should be off technology. But for example, I have experienced an immense state of bliss once for like a prolonged period, and then I got a hint of it at another time. And I know I've mentioned this before, so maybe you already know what I'm talking about. But when I first moved to St. Lucia, I had a two week quarantine and I didn't know anyone on the island yet. I, like, it was COVID, so I guess in Canada there wasn't much going on and I was just in this two-week quarantine by myself and I was working online because at the time um, the COVID restrictions had my school online and while I was actually planning on um, leaving my initial job to go and you know work in St. Lucia. I did that but because everything was online I ended up still working during my two-week quarantine while I was here since I hadn't started at my Lucian school. Um, so when I got here I made myself almost like a little routine and every day I started meditating that at that time and right from my first meditation I experienced such a deep state of meditation that i feel so lucky to have experienced because i eventually lost it and i haven't been able to quite get back there and i feel it's to do with actually the fact that i had no expectations at all i wasn't thinking about if it was going to go well or what was going to happen or if it wasn't going to go well or what my thoughts were going to be what i was going to feel i just listened and i just be and i think that that's what allowed me to have a really sort of intense um, meditational experience. And I was using Dr. Joe Dispenza's meditations. If you haven't listened to them, I would definitely recommend them. They're very um, spiritual, if you're open to that a little bit. I guess, yeah, not totally spiritual, but yeah, definitely have an element of spirituality. Um... I think you just have to be open-minded listening to them. You don't have to believe in any sort of, you know, existence to be open to it. But he does mention some kind of higher power. But I feel actually that that's not specific to one higher power. That's just to whatever you choose to believe. So if you choose to believe your higher power, for example, is your best, highest self then that's fine. But if you believe there's a God, you can be resonating that way. I think it's really flexible in which way you resonate with these meditations. But they're a bit... uh, They almost have a bit of a feeling of, like, hypnosis, I want to say. If you're open to it. But anyways, when I was doing these meditations, I would get, like, so deep into it. And, like, I would see... royal Like, this... I guess like kind of bright royal blue i don't know why but i would see that color and i he has you check into different parts of your body like f- feel present you know basically from your heart from uh, the back of your throat from between your shoulder blades and i would have this sort of blue color for some strange reason i could see it without being out of my body Like, I wasn't looking at myself, but for some strange reason I could see what it looked like within me. And I could see it, you know, spreading and moving around. And anyways, I didn't try really at all. And I think actually that's what made the experience so cool. um, And what made me able to experience it in that way. And actually, I'm realizing now, I don't think it was necessarily Dr. Joe Dispenza's meditations because I did another one that was like free download on Audible like 12 days of meditation and there was one where it asked you basically in the meditation to leave your body and look at yourself from this, you know, top ceiling kind of corner of your room. And I actually did that, but I got a bit freaked out during it for some strangers and I really didn't like that. So I actually pulled kind of myself out of the meditation and stopped it. <laughs> but um I guess I'm, this is all just, I guess, trying to say that when I had this space to just be myself, I had the most cool experiences. And it's not, you know, just within my meditation. That was, I would say, like, the first sort of interesting experience that I had at that time, or unique experience. And then from that, I had a routine. So... I didn't have to start teaching i believe until it was 10 a.m because i think there was a one hour time difference at the time between toronto and saint lucia so um i woke up every day at probably 6 6 30 just because that's when the sun came up i never set an alarm i just woke up and as soon as i woke up i played my meditation for 30 minutes i got up i went outside i journaled and then i had like a bit of breakfast which usually was like Grapefruit, or sometimes they made eggs. It just depended. And then I also did a workout. I did a workout, and then I had my breakfast. I think I journaled, did a workout, and then I had my breakfast. And then would start my online class at ten. And then like at twelve o'clock for my break. um, I think I would try to do yoga. I tried to do some yoga every day, although I didn't do doing the yoga every day. But I did them. I did the workout and the yoga both on my little balcony. And by the end of my two-week experience, and then as I moved into, you know, starting my life in St. Lucia, for the first, I would say, full month, I was in this immense state of bliss. Like, everything around me was magic. Um, Nature was beautiful. I felt so in touch with myself. And I felt like I really connected with my soul Um, and maybe you believe in a soul maybe you don't but I really do honestly believe that my soul lives in the ocean here and so naturally coming back here I do feel really connected I'm sure you hear that I think some rain is coming in and you can hear the um, the leaves kind of hitting each other on these uh, little banana trees right outside my window I'm just sitting inside because um I just felt like with the breeze there would be a lot of that kind of sound although maybe you can still experience that a little bit but just sitting inside right beside the open window so hopefully you can still hear the birds and everything um but yeah I'm just really feeling really whole and really at peace and really happy to be here and I think that's a really good sign um, I'm actually going to look at an apartment on Saturday because I'm thinking about buying a property so that I have a home here but that would generate hopefully sorry just yawned a bit hopefully enough income that I um, that if I rented it out on Airbnb or something that um, it would be able to cover most of the costs so that I don't have to pay a mortgage in St. Lucia and a a rent in Stockholm. So if you ever feel like coming to St. Lucia, I should have a really cute place right near the beach. (laughs) Um, But I'm taking that one step at a time. I'm speaking to my mom about it, and... I don't know. Anyways. (laughs) I'm going to see it, though, and I'm quite excited. I am definitely going to try to get into that sort of former routine um, while I'm here, so I just woke up today, I'm staying off my phone, that was another thing that I did, obviously I mentioned not being on technology, but I left my phone in the kitchen all morning until 12 o'clock, I wasn't allowed to touch it, I made that little rule for myself, and I want to say at 7pm I put it away again, and didn't open it, and then at about 9 p.m. I'd already be sleeping again, so I was really getting a good night's sleep from about 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. every day, so that was perfect also. I don't know if I'll do that this time around, because I'm sure I'll be out with my friends, but um, I'm definitely going to try to get definitely a good amount of sleep while I'm here. I slept in a bit today, like I want to say, well, I woke up at one point quite early, like before the sun was up, so the sun comes up here on it's like mostly a perfect 12-hour day. So it will come up around 6 and go down around 6, depending on the time of year. Sometimes it's 5:30 to 5:30 or 6:30 to 6:30, but um, for the most part it's about almost exactly 12 hours. So today when I woke up, I just had a glass of water, which is always the first thing that I did and always the first thing I try to do every day, and just went outside and I journaled for probably 30 or so minutes. And I came back inside. Now I'm recording this. And after this, I'm going to do a little, uh, like, a quick 10-minute hit workout, I think. Um, and then I'm maybe going to go to the beach and go swimming. I'm just so excited to go in the water, honestly. I just love it so much. Um, I think by then, as you can hear, it's starting to rain really hard now. Wow. It's beautiful. Um, but usually it will downpour you can hear it coming down. Usually it will downpour for about thirty minutes and then after thirty minutes, uh it should stop basically. So I think by the time I'm done my workout and <laughs> it's crazy how loud it is. I'm not sure if it sounds loud for you. Or if you can even hear me, I'm having trouble hearing myself. <laughs> um Wow. Um sorry I know you can hear I'm getting distracted. Um, but I think after this, um, by the time I'm done my little workout and stuff, and maybe I can add a little bit more to my journal, but then I'll go to the beach and hopefully it'll be done raining by then. And then I think once I get back from the beach I'll just rinse and walk to the grocery store and pick up some fresh local mangoes. I really, really have been carving papaya. When I came here over Christmas they didn't have any papaya. So well here they call it papa which is actually normally what I call it, but it's basically a giant papaya (laughs) it's really coming down um usually actually the best snack and I think you could do this in Toronto too or wherever you may be or if you live somewhere warm especially you can but I love cutting a papaya in half and then you can scoop out the seeds if you want and then I would dump in like the I would cut a passion fruit in half and dump half of each passion fruit in each half um So like one half of the passion fruit into the one half of the papaya. And they taste honestly amazing together. Another way that people love doing it is squirting lime juice over it. Um, I sometimes eat the seeds. They're very spicy, a little bit like peppercorns. But they're very good for your immune system. And I honestly believe that we're just meant to eat the whole fruit. Like I know that that's true for sure in the way that our body reacts in glucose levels. Um, I follow a page called the glucose goddess. She's so good, but she posted one the other day and I reshared it on Instagram about um, your blood sugar levels after um, ingesting like the same type of fruit in different ways. So juicing it showed like a huge spike in blood sugar and then a huge like drop, a dip that your body then has to work really hard to recover from. So it's, you have this huge spike in your body works really hard sends up all this insulin to lower your blood sugar and then it gets too low and then it has to raise it itself again so it's a lot of work on your body um not to say that there's that juicing is bad it's definitely not but i think when we juice fruit or even carrots i think actually it might have been an example of another one that she posted but i think this was apples specifically for this one um but when we juice fruit we are removing like a lot of the Fiber that our body would have to naturally digest so um, then it showed after juicing it then it showed blending it and blending it did have a slight spike and then a slight dip um, but not not uh, really uh, the same with the uh, juicing and because blending it is still removing some fibers because normally you'd be chewing it and swallowing it in, I guess like a different sort of consistency that your body would have to break down Um, and then the best thing that didn't even really seem to cause a spike is eating one whole fruit so if you ate the apple as a whole like you're just biting into the apple and eating it that's the best way for your body to eat it so um, I guess I'm I've always felt like we're supposed to eat the whole fruit um, and that I feel like just reaffirmed some things for me to at least see like how your body reacts to it as we digest it in different forms um, anyway, so for me, I guess that's part of the reason that it inspired me to eat the papa seeds and papaya actually is quite sweet and has a really soft sort of flavor. So as long as you're not eating too many seeds per papaya bite, you have to have a good ratio because <laughs> it can be quite spicy and you can just try one. And if you don't like it, you definitely don't have to eat it. But, um, that's just something that I choose to do. So anyways, last time I was here in December, there was no papaya. So I'm hoping to pick up a papaya. And some passion fruits i definitely cannot wait to eat a mango whole um my neighbor's tree when i lived here before always grew mangoes and so i would just pick a mango and like bite into it skin and everything because there's obviously no pesticides or anything on it and so um it just felt like such a natural way to eat it and actually i think like it goes well with the taste of the skin i wouldn't recommend doing this in canada just because or or in the us or wherever you are but if the mangoes are imported, I wouldn't recommend doing this because there will be chemicals that, you know, help it ripen because they'll have to pick it when it's a bit too young and, you know, pesticides, whatever else is on there, maybe even growth hormones. So, I mean, if there's growth hormones, I guess it's in the fruit too, but um, I just would, don't think it's worth it to try to eat the skin for any health benefits if it's coming from somewhere where the fruit has been tried tried to be ripened or preserved or whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, that's going to be my day plan, and then later today I'll see some of my friends, um, so I'm really excited about that. I guess that's a little life update for me. Um, I'll let you know how the apartment showing goes. I know I usually post these episodes, I think, quite a bit after I've actually recorded them, just because I have so many to record, and actually at this point I haven't posted, I think, in like over two weeks, which is, um, totally my bad, but I'm going to post one today. Um, It's about um, truly being in alignment and making decisions based off alignment. And it has a lot of tips on um, my favorite. It has, I guess, accumulation of my favorite tips from my life coach, Cheryl Keats. Um, And yeah, I guess one thing that I wrote down in my journal that maybe I will leave you with is... And whenever you start to feel lost or disjointed or disconnected or, like, you don't know which way to go or, you know, really what your future step is going to look like or you feel like you're taking the steps that you're expected to take and you don't know what steps are the right ones for you, well, definitely start with the alignment because that will help you with finding the right steps for you. But something that Cheryl always used to say to me when I was working with her was, Take the first step, and the next step will reveal itself. Okay. And with that, the rain has stopped, and I will leave you with love. Audrey.